Get ready for truth and transparency from an ocean of liberal tears. Welcome to the Blue Shark Show with your host, Mike Lang. Granbury ISD school board meeting on January 24th, 2022. We had public comments, and it's public comments about so-called book burning, book ban, a petition was brought up. There was all kinds of things going on last night. Yeah, there were, and uh, that is what the left likes to call it. Anytime conservatives try to take action within their community to make sure we don't have a bunch of pornography in public libraries or things similar to that, gay books and children's sections, anytime conservatives do that, they always want to start screaming censorship, and they want to start screaming free speech and separation of church and state and all this stuff, but what it boils down to is... We just don't want smut in the library. Yeah, and it's it's called vulgar, pornographic, sexually explicit material. And, you know, throughout social media and, and other things going on, and part of last night and some of the comments, you hear, well, students see that stuff on their cell phone. Or you, you hear people say, well, they get that on Netflix or Hulu or wherever. Yeah, but the taxpayers aren't paying for that exactly. cell phone or that Netflix account. That's right, and it's our tax dollars that go to that. We had several people from the public come up and speak to the school board. We had kids that went to school at Granbury ISD. We had parents. We had educators in the past. So we're going to highlight a couple of people that came up to speak. And please go to the Granbury ISD YouTube. It's up on YouTube. Watch it for yourself. Decide for yourself on what should be in the library, what shouldn't be in the library, but at some point in time, you've got to look at how this all started and ask who initially put these books in the library and why did they put these books in the library to the point now where if we take something out, it's called book banning. It's kind of like elections, right? Whoever counts the votes wins. It's kind of like the library. Who puts this in and how did this material get in there? Those are great questions, and one thing I will say about the meeting last night is I was proud of Dr. Jeremy Glenn for saying, one, that the district should be ashamed of itself for allowing that in the library in the first place, and two, that he would conduct a full investigation into how those pornographic materials got into the library in the first place. And he did a great job, and we'll have him further on in the program, but Jeremy Glenn, you know, kudos to him. He did an excellent job. Absolutely. So first up, we have Chris Tackett, who is a former trustee of this school board, and he's he's not a trustee anymore, but he does uh, pie charts now, I guess. Um, the pie chart guy for the Texas finance reports, right? Right. He for does pie charts, reps. right? Yeah. Um, for chart all man. all the conservatives to show where all the dark money goes. But he came up to speak as a former trustee, and I think he's got a student that's at GISD. What is being talked about, taking books off of shelves, that books are somehow harming our kids, that's being pushed by the same people who are actively looking to tear down public schools. They are uh, advising parents to get kids out of public schools. They're working to get legislators elected who will support 
um, taking public school funding and creating vouchers from it. That will allow the well-to-do to go to private faith-based schools and those who can't afford the tuition will be trapped in underfunded public schools. They are working to inject their religion into what should be a place where faith is not imposed. So Chris Tackett talks, and he speaks about the people that actually he thinks are going after these books, not the books, sexually vulgar, explicit books themselves. So he gets into the divisiveness of the people versus the books on who's going to take those out. And it's been that way, I think, for uh, Mr. Tackett for a long time. And he's got a tweet that he put out, and it says, Students and parents lined up to speak out against removing books from Granbury ISD libraries. This was the response from the superintendent. Looks like we are being called gaslighters and radicals. Projection, perhaps? Because if you listen to Dr. Glenn speak later, that's exactly what Chris Tackett and the others were doing. They were gaslighting. You know, it's funny watching people like Chris Tackett uh, project their projection onto their perceived projectors. All right, if you can follow what I'm saying, Chris is saying, well, how can he call us the gaslighters or radicals when Chris himself has been a gaslighter and a radical lately? He had everybody worked up into a frenzy thinking that somehow some Christian nationalist school board members were going around and ripping a Hamlet and William Shakespeare and all these great literary works off the shelves when, in fact, the only ones that got ripped off the shelves were porno. And, you know, the, the pornography is, is age-related, and they went through this when the kids got the Internet at the schools, and then they were, you know, going to porno sites and whatnot. So there was a Supreme Court case in 2003 that Dave Eagle brought up and kind of helped, I think, along with where this is going as far as, you know, it doesn't go against the First Amendment. It's going to be age-appropriate, but it is pornography. I'll start with a Supreme Court case. United States versus American Library Association, a 2003 case, which trumps a 1982 case. The facts on this case were kids were going into the library and getting on the internet and looking at porn. Now, Potter Stewart said in a famous case from 64 is what is porn? I'll know it when I see it. Well, if we ask everybody out here, they've got their own viewpoint of what is good, what is porn, what isn't. So that's a matter of opinion. But this became a big issue across the country. Parents outcried all over the country. Congress ended up enacting the Children's Internet Protection Act. And that act forbade public libraries to receive federal assistance for their internet access until they install blocking software for certain age groups. Now, a group of libraries, liberal patrons, the ALA, other, interest, other inter interested parties sued the federal government and said that was against the First Amendment. Sound familiar? The concept with the case was age appropriateness for the children. And this was also in context to a library receiving public money, which the school library receives public money. And there's many, many interests and many, many people that are represented in a public school. So the, score, the court reviewed this and stated that it is not a violation of the First Amendment for a library to filter or block material for underage kids or other, depending on their age. 
And if a library receives public money, which the school library does, all taxpayers have an interest, all taxpayers have an interest in what the school is doing. And so it comes down to a balancing act between the rights of the parents to expect the school, how they're going to rate, what their kids are going to be exposed to, versus the right of the kids to see the material. Here's a list of books that we received that were pulled, and they are the Vincent Brothers, author Abby Glines, and all these are author Abby Glines, Losing the Field, Until Friday Night, Bad for You, and Until the End. And the removal was overtly sexual content. And that was the reason given. And we said we were going to give you some excerpts from some of these books. And I want to read, and we're going to have to kind of censor this ourselves because Facebook and social media won't even let us do this. If you brought this to the school board and read it out loud, you'd be told to leave. Yeah. Yet they're in an age-appropriate middle school or lower ages we don't know so here is an excerpt from one of the books that i just read the list from greg same place ready to be just as hard as you did last time my pee is all wet it's even hard to read this here right now for the audience and you know what it means and this is in your kid's library and once again don't forget that Dr. Glenn, when he found out, he pulled these immediately, and we still have people that are saying, hey, First Amendment, First Amendment, well, age-appropriate, correct? You know, and it's not like these are the grocery store romance novels that use all sort of metaphors and stuff. This is explicitly and overtly sexual. There's no hidden meaning behind my is wet right now. I mean, you know, you just, you can't have that in public schools. No, and that's the tax dollars, that's the age appropriateness. And if you want your kids to watch that on their phone or you want them to watch it on Netflix, then you do it on your own dime and you don't do it on the taxpayer dime. Exactly. His hand slid down to my swollen and he stopped moving. I was panting now, needing him to take me over the edge. Tell me, he repeated in a deep, demanding voice. It's yours, I'm yours. I said, desperate for him to take me there. F***ing right I am, he growled, and slammed into me as his thumb played with between my legs. And, you know, going back to something I, I talked about in the beginning is why? Why are these books even in the library? And that's something that Dr. Glenn said he would take care of. But that's something that not only the school board but the teachers and the parents, especially the teachers, you're the front line for our kids. These never should have made it into the library, into the classroom without your knowledge also. So there's a responsibility to be placed upon everybody at every level for these types of books. Yeah, absolutely. And that's uh, one of the things, again, that Dr. Glenn talked about was conducting a full investigation and putting new procedures in place to be sure that things like this never happen again, at least on his watch. Let's listen now to Superintendent Dr. Jeremy Glenn, who does a fantastic job. I do want to clarify a couple of points on behalf of the district. Um, Representative Krause did put out a list of 850 books that he was concerned about. 
Governor Abbott sent a letter to TEA uh, actually requesting pornographic and vulgar materials be removed from Texas public schools. As you know, the Texas, uh, uh, Texas education is a responsibility of the state, which essentially makes uh, Governor Abbott our CEO. As far as uh, the concerns about removing books, let's not misrepresent things. We're not taking Shakespeare or Hemingway off the shelves, and we're not going and grabbing every uh, socially, culturally, or religiously diverse book and pulling them. That's absurd. And the people that are saying that are gaslighters, and it's designed to incite division. Abbott said that students should not have access to vulgar or pornographic materials in schools, and our district totally agrees with that. Those are exactly the type of books we removed. The books I removed were vulgar. The writing was sexually explicit, and in my opinion, pornographic. It has no place in the hands of 13, 14, or 15-year-old kids, and our school owes our community an apology for ever having allowed it into our schools. We will conduct a full investigation and put processes in place to ensure it never happens again. And I hope and pray every school district in Texas will do the same. Because like many communities and superintendents, I never thought it would happen here when it first uh, uh, came up. During my tenure, I have witnessed radicals come into our boardroom and go on to social media platforms to distort the truth, exaggerate issues, and uh, badmouth our trustees. To those individuals, please know, like the little boy's cry of wolf, you have lost all credibility to the majority in this community. We will not back down from you. We will not let you divide our school and community, and we will stand up for what's best for our children. And I want you to know this. Tonight, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to get a great night's sleep, because unlike you, I've actually read what's in those books, and I'm proud that they've been removed from our shelves, and we've made the right decision for kids. You know, what a powerful statement by Dr. Glenn. I mean, right on, agree with him 100%, uh, did a fantastic job. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it was good to see this change of pace compared to the last superintendent specifically. Uh, Dr. Glenn has been one to take the bull by the horns when legitimate issues are brought to his attention. I want to thank everybody that went up actually to speak and give give their opinions on what's going on. But once again, this has to be age appropriate. It's taxpayer dollars. And we need somebody on that school board. We need teachers. And thank goodness we have a superintendent that is standing in the gap between this kind of stuff and our kids. And I can tell you, I appreciate it. And a lot of people in our community appreciate it. Thank you, Dr. Glenn. Shark Show out.